Hi, Jules. Hi, Elle. <laughs> What's up? It's been a little while since we have recorded a podcast, probably like a month. It's been a busy month. It's been, yeah, it's been a, it's been a month. So welcome everybody back to the Best Fit Buddy podcast. So I'm Elle and I've got Jules, my co-host and my mama here. And we're going to talk to you guys today about time management. And we figured that this would be a good podcast to do, mostly because it's been highly, highly requested. A few people, it's like the only thing that comes out of their mouth when they message me on Instagram. So I love the messages. It definitely helps us cater some of our content towards the things that you ladies and gents like to hear. And so you can find me on Instagram at L Chaplow. It'll be in the description box of the, the podcast. And Jules is Jules underscore. It's coach Jules underscore T B F B. Oh yeah. So yeah. So that's where we are on Instagram send us your requests and things that you want to hear. So today's time management, and I figured that it's a perfect timing to do it because it's summertime. Yeah, we are, you know, enjoying a little time off, I guess. I mean, from the regular year and where everybody else is a little bit more structured, but fall is going to come soon. And I feel like September is like the busiest month for most people. Oh, absolutely. I do. And this is what we're going to talk a little bit about with the time management is that it may seem like a very dry subject on the surface, but if you step back and look at it, I do think it can be one of the most significant things that will pay off for yourself if you just take the time to manage your time. It, that sounds almost hokey, but a lot of times it is just literally stepping back and looking at what you're doing to make sure that you can get everything done. And it is something that we as health and fitness coaches are often asked of our clients to help them get everything done. And yeah, I think it's hard because we all have the same, you know, 24 hours in a day. And if you're not planning properly, that's how it could really depend on someone who's, you know, A plus getting everything done versus someone who's scrambling and they feel like their brain's going crazy all day, yet they've only gotten one task done. And then they feel overwhelmed. And then all of these other things flow in like guilt and, you know, exhaustion. And then you just feel like you get buried. And it's like, there is a way out. It just takes a little bit of planning. So that's what we're going to talk to you guys today with some tips and um, suggestions and things that we use as business owners and, you know, mothers and daughters and, you know, friends, whatever, like everybody's got a lot of stuff to do. So we're, we're going to hopefully give you guys some tips. Yeah, absolutely. For the time managing. For the time management. Uh, Is there anything that you want to cover before we dive into this? Speaking of time management, because I look at time as literally it flies away faster than we can even think about. So I know we've got some fun things coming up for our, at least our, our, our offerings, our programming. Yeah. Yeah. I'll chit chat about that real quick. So today is... Tuesday, the 24th of July. So if you're listening to this around the time that we have uploaded it, we have some new exciting programs going on. I do believe that 
this won't be up in time for you to sign up for this four-week challenge, but please, please email us at bestfitbody at gmail.com if you'd like to be put on like a notification list for the challenges that we do have because this one starts on Monday. The last day to sign up is this Friday. So definitely just shoot us an email if you want to be updated on challenges and other programs. They'll get emailed out to you. We don't spam you, but absolutely. And and one of the other things as well is that our website will be coming up with a fresh new look in the next couple of days. So if you're listening to this at any point in time, you'll be able to go onto the website and sign up for uh, notification of updates and program changes. So that's just a little piece of information to help you with your time management, because sometimes it's good to have reminders. How do you want to jump off onto this? Should I just sort of dive into some of my favorite tips for time management? Yeah, you go for it. I go for it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it is one of those things that sometimes people will look at time management and they literally get stuck. It is not a fun thing to do to have to sit down and plan out the course of the things you have to accomplish and the period of time that you need to accomplish it in. Sometimes that can be overwhelming. But realize that when you do take a few minutes to do it, it actually will open up a lot more time for you. Just the pure act of sitting down with a piece of paper or your notes or your calendar and lay out the things that are are important. And it all starts with prioritizing. So knowing what it is that you actually have to manage in your life so that you know how much time that you have to allocate to it is important. So prioritizing the things that absolutely have to get done. And you, you know, there are many different techniques. You can label them in like urgency rankings or just even looking at your day and saying, what do I have to get done from the time that I wake up in the morning to the time I go to bed? So I think when we talk about time management, it should all start with what are the things that are the most important to you that you want to get done and the important things that you need to get done. And being very, very clear about what those things are, whether they are just, you know, in your job that you need to do or with your family household obligations or your personal care, personal health and fitness, each one of those, that's how I do it. I look at it as what do I need to do for my business? What do I need to do for my family and my, like I say, you know, just sort of my household and then those things that I need to do for my personal care. So having a very clear, that's a big tip that I can offer it. And then we'll go into it a little bit more detail about how to do it, but also realize that you should set aside time to revisit your organization. And this is where we look at how things are different for summer versus like Ellen mentioned earlier, September is a big time where people are either wrapping up their summer vacations or, and you know, I'm talking about us who live here in the, sort of the, uh, in the United States, because we tend to have our summertime. We think about by September and Labor Day, things kind of crack down for the fall. 
whether you have school, whether you have family members that are getting back to work, or just an opportunity to refresh yourself. So pick, you know, good times for for you. And for some people, that might mean monthly, or that might mean seasonally. And then from there, just sort of make sure that you take a moment to sit down and, and plan out. And I think if you start to compartmentalize what are the areas of your life that are the most important and break them down. Anything you want to offer and add on that? Yeah. I mean, I want to just kind of say how I do it when I am just looking, because the thing is, everybody's different. Yeah. yeah. The thing is that we like, we all, we all know like, okay, we should prioritize. We should do what is, you know, most important, but it's somehow a lot of us find that we still can't get around that. So it's like, okay, so we get the concept. We totally get it. We got to prioritize. We have to make time for the things that are important to us. But you can't do that if you don't have the tools and the methods to do it. So probably one of the most simple things to do, and I like to kind of compare it to your fitness journey where we don't see results right away. And every single day, so like say you're trying to lose 20 pounds, you don't work out for a week and then lose those 20 pounds. You do things every single day that add up to that eventual weight loss. And so the same thing goes for the prioritizing is that there are things that you have to do every single day. You can't just you can't just make a list of things to do once a month. I mean, if you can and you can well, be that's successful. The, yeah, that's the start part. You have to know where you're going and then you break it down. <clears throat> yeah. What do so, I have to do today to get to that point? So sure. very basics. What I like to do and what I suggest that people do is take like a little sticky note. You don't need a big journal. I, you want to know how many times I've bought big journals being like, this is going to be my to-do list journal or this is going to be my like prep tracking journal or my dream journal, I got a lot of empty journals out there. So my favorite thing to do is take a little sticky note, a little post-it and write down what my plan for the day is. So whether it's an appointment, it's a workout, it's, I've got to, you know, drop something off at the UPS store, whatever it is, I put those big things on the list. And then I look back and I say, okay, well, I've got to travel, you know, all over the place for this and that, but I also have emails to do and I also have to get my workout in. So that's when I squeeze in those things. And then I say, okay, well, how many hours left in the day do I have to possibly grocery shop, possibly meal prep, you know, possibly do some other just like random things that I have to do in the day. And I fill in the gaps. And I find that by doing that, you do take like the big things that take the travel. So say you've got an eight hour work day, that's going to be the first thing that you put down because that's the biggest chunk out of your day. And you fill it in according to the things that you need to get done and then other things that you'd like to get done. But I think that a lot of us over plan and we try to squeeze in too much. And then at the end of the day, we're frustrated because we didn't get everything that we needed to get done, done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that knowing what you need to accomplish and having it locked out into either a post-it, and I'm a big post-it user too. I have to chuckle about the the, the grand, about the the notebooks, but I have you know 40 different post-it pads. And for me, when I have a post-it and I've written it, and at the end of the day, I crumple 
that post it up because I, accomplish, the trash. I accomplish it is the best feeling in the world. And that's just another little tip I'm going to pass on to people that Al mentioned about, you know, biting off more than you can chew. So making them realistic, but also look at the things that may be on your post that you didn't accomplish that day and then transfer them to the next day if they're really important. So that it does get done. So it's like, yeah, now, now, of course, it might be an item that you realize through the course of the day, it wasn't as important to do. But if it's important that you take care of it, then you need to to move it on. But in terms of things like that, you're going to have to take care of on a daily basis, you know, such as making sure that you eat food, (laughs) you know, and you're sort of like, well, where am I going to pick up my food? And do I have to go to the grocery store? Do I have to cook food for myself? Do I have to prepare and pack for, you know, other people, then, you know, those things are going to be a very high priority, you're going to need to make sure that they get done. And think about where you might have time wasting activities. This is a big one. Um, Scrolling Instagram. Scrolling Instagram. I mean, if you're doing something, you know, like you're at a doctor's office and you're waiting and you've got nothing to do and you can't, you know, there really isn't much else for you to do because you're, you're, you're stuck there. That's a perfectly fine. I kind of feel like scrolling Instagram is filling in the blanks of your life. It just makes me think about how much I, and I really need to go. My nails, I haven't gotten my nails done and like probably, it's probably been a month now. It's one thing that I really don't like doing because your hands are held captive and you are forced to just sit there and like talk with the gal doing your nails, whatnot. But you can't do anything. And so for me and for anybody else listening, if you've gotten your nails done before, you know the pain of not being able to do it. Sometimes yeah, sometimes I sometimes I will bring like headphones in and I'll put one headphone in so I can listen to something. And I usually use that time for like educational things and whatnot. But I feel like sometimes if you are multitasking too much, you're really not getting the most bang for your buck out of your time, even though you think like, oh, I'm accomplishing so much. Yeah. Um, Sometimes multitasking is, is like a negative. Absolutely. And, and I also, when I talk about um, making sure that you're, you're looking at the things that you are wasting time with, there's also things that we get involved with that we don't necessarily think we're wasting time with, but while we do them, they actually can change our energy and our focus. I just actually thought about this today because I had a conversation with Elle's father, my husband, about making the decision to listen to less news and how it's made me a happier person. And when I, I could listen to the news while other things are going on, but I've made the decision to listen to less because even though I'm, you know, I listened to the news while I was cooking or while I was cleaning and I just made the choice to sort of shift my focus to something else. So now I listen to podcasts or I listen to music that maybe inspires me or gives me energy so that I actually find myself to be using the same time, but having a different feeling and energy to it. So think about those things. And and I, I guess that comes down to your perception of how you are handling the things you need to do in handling time. You know, are you taking care of things that maybe are energy zapping, but you have to do? So how can you, you know, move through them more efficiently so that you're not really gonna getting caught up in it and wasting time? So that was just an interesting thought I had had earlier today when I knew we were doing this podcast, but I kind of popped into my head and I thought, you know yeah. what? I I 
suddenly, even though I wasn't really doing anything different because I was always listening to the news while I was doing something else, even my workouts. And I said, oh, I'm going to stop that because it was changing. Yeah, it was just, I'm like, this is just not not good. Trying to be really frustrated. (laughs) Exactly. But, but it goes into the same thing. You know, when you sit down to plan, you know, how to clear your, your mind and your space Make sure that you're doing it when you are not being distracted by something else. So, you know, it really, you know, to, to plan out your, your life for the day really doesn't take that long, but make sure when you do it, that you're completely focused with it because that will ultimately save you. Yeah, absolutely. So we've basically talked about prioritizing your day. You obviously have to figure out the things that you have to do and then the things that you want to do. We've talked a little bit about how to sort of get the sort of the master control over it, like different yeah, ways. Yeah, and a little bit approaches. of yeah. multitasking. And so the next thing that, uh, yeah, we talked about like long, kind of long-term versus short-term. So I think that one thing that's really helpful is to, we do want to focus on the immediate, like what can you do today that's going to help with that long-term goal. But I do think that you need to have that long-term goal. And this is kind of a little bit of goal setting too. You need to have that, long-term goal up in light somewhere. It's got to be visual for you. And you have to think about it often or say it out loud often. Draw it, write it, do whatever. Have your post-it notes. You know, I've had, I keep post-it notes on my mirror in my bathroom. I keep them on my computer. And I think that's the first thing of a merch that we should come out with our little post-it notes with post-it some notes little, some little um, some little things on them that's gonna be I like that you guys can buy from from us um some post-it notes for some some goal setting and time management because it does help to have those little reminders and it's one of those things that people ask all the time even like this is they'll say things to me like you know, how do you stay positive and how do you have that like self-love that you have? And I say, cause I practice it every single day. And yeah. so it's the same thing goes for setting goals and time management. You're essentially organizing your time in order to achieve everything that you want in your life. So that's, so basically everything that you do is part of some sort of long-term goal. Absolutely. And, and that, you know, I think you mentioned about knowing what your goals are. So say one of your goals in life is to make more money. You know, you have a job and maybe you really like your job, but you wish you had more money. So one of your goals would be to increase your income. So then maybe you need to step back and look at the things that you do on that daily planning and, you know, the things that are geared maybe towards your career and just say, is this activity moving me towards my goal, keeping me in my place or holding me back. And I use this a lot with our clients when I talk to them about making choices in their daily life in terms of their fitness goals. You know, so if they're going to go out to eat and they want to be able to go out to eat, but they have to look at what their food choices are or how they're going to manage how they're going to approach the food. Are they going to, you know, eat the entire portion? Because maybe the portion isn't appropriate for them, but they have to look at it and say, well, if I do this or I don't do this, is this moving me towards my goal, holding me in place or moving me further away? And, and, and that can be applied to pretty much every situation, but it is an important thing just to make you stop and think. And then you can probably throw a bunch of the stuff away from the daily life that say, you know what, this isn't really moving me forward to it, you know, to where I want to go. Yeah, definitely. So it's, it, 
I feel like the goal setting and the time management really does come hand in hand and you have to figure out what it is that is important. And that goes along with the prioritizing. Exactly. And that can shift, you know, today might be Tuesday and your priority, like today is a priority for us to record podcast. Our podcast. <laughs> so there were other things that, you know, we both had to make sure that happened around it so that we could get this done. Now, tomorrow we won't be recording a podcast, so we'll have a different list of things that would be on our priority for, for our work day. So I think that's where looking at what you have to do every day, if you look at time management, it has to be refreshed all the time. And and when you start to feel overwhelmed with not getting things done or always feeling like you're behind the eight ball and you're not quite getting to the things you need to do, then you need to really sit down and sort of reassign the activities to make sure that they match with what you want to accomplish. And that's really what, you know, your daily goal is, what do I want to accomplish? Which is on that little post-it, right? Our post-its that you guys are all going to buy and love and stick everywhere. They're going to be really pretty. I'm picturing them in my head right now. But I a checklist on it. like Yeah, we're going to, oh, I'm going to have fun designing this one. So (laughs) keep keep your ear out. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're excited about some post-its, please screenshot the podcast right now and put it in your Instagram and tag me so I can know that y'all are are totally ready are for you, post it. Are you down for post it? Post it's I can't I can't talk. Um sticky notes. So one thing that I want to kind of talk about are some f- common things that we do not prioritize but we should prioritize. And the first one is going to be and you probably know what I'm going to say but it is sleep. And so yes, we have all of these things to do. We've got a million things to do. And It's easy for us to want to cram it all into one day and then you write it down. But, and I do think that writing it down helps you to say, okay, I know I have this big hovering thing that needs to get done. Like for example, taxes or something like that. You're like, I know I need to do this, but it can't be done today. If you're writing your stuff down, you can kind of cancel that out of your mind for the day. Versus if you don't write it down, it's just going to be kind of like weighing on you. Like, okay, this is something I have to do. But when you know that it's not planned for the day, you can kind of let it go and then you can plan a day to tackle it. So we all have a million things to do. And we think that the less sleep that we have, the more likely we can get all these things done. We, you all know what I'm going to say. And you, you all know the, the reality of not getting enough sleep. Yeah, definitely. It comes to, you know, again, that you're going to get to the point of diminishing return. So if you start to, you know, push your bedtime back and you get up earlier and earlier, your, your energy, your focus for the time frame that you're awake is, is going to be diminished. So I agree with you. You know, I do think that when you are looking at your day, you should commit to getting things done within a reasonable window and and build in there your shutoff time. You know, so if you find that you're burning the computer light still at 11 o'clock at night, but you still have a, you know, at 5 a.m. gym date, you have to start yeah. to think about like, what is your energy going to be like at when you have to be up at 5 a.m. or yeah. maybe you have to get up at 4.30 to make it to the gym. By and I also want to say that 
this is kind of, this is like a little bit of a controversial topic because everybody's amount of sleep that they require to be efficient is really different. And so for example, I, I'm like an eight hours of sleep type of person. If I have more than that, I don't really feel great. But if I don't get eight hours of sleep, I'm not like I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm all these things. And that is something that I've learned. So that's important to me that I set aside that time to sleep or at least unwind. And maybe if I get seven hours, but I have unwinded for an hour and a half, I'm still okay. But for example, Jules, how much sleep do you get? On um, yeah. You know, it's it, to run on. Yeah, exactly. You know, I can and have run on an average of six hours. As mm-hmm. I have gotten older, I have found that I do need you know, six to seven hours. And, and it is one of those things that I have learned over time, how to unwind faster than used to, you know, and a lot of people sleep quality is also a part of it because you might be asleep. Like I could go and be in bed for eight hours, but I still will only get six and a half hours sleep because I will toss and turn in the middle of the night. so So, so I do find that I have to know how my body responds. And for me, you know, if I go to bed at a little bit later, then I may be tired so I can fall asleep quickly and stay asleep longer. So you kind of have to pay attention to what your body cues are doing. But I know that no matter what, even if my dogs don't wake me up by 530, I'm up between five and 530. And I even if I go to bed at three o'clock in the morning. So there's just something about that time that my body wakes up. So for me to make sure I can get adequate rest is that I have to, you know, force myself to get into bed earlier. So So. I think that's important though, because the, we have so much on our plate and we think that sleep, you know, sleep can wait. I've got this to do. And obviously there are certain times that, yeah, you have deadlines like you, and you may stay up later than you normally do or have to wake up earlier, but it's not like an everyday thing because I have seen, and I probably have gone through this in small phases myself, but I've seen people and I'm always like, wow, I don't know how they do it. They're just go, go, go. But then all of a sudden they crash and like they, and then I, I do like when people are open about it, when they, especially I think in the health and fitness worlds that we're in, sometimes we look at these women that are like, wow, how are they, you know, up at in the morning doing their cardio, then they're rushing off here and there, and then they're working full time and, you know, they're doing this and that, and then they're going back to the gym for their second round at night. And you're like, how do they do it? I mean, that's a lot of adrenaline and yeah. like probably caffeine. So I think that the mentality is to do more and more and more, but, uh, but more often than not, after some time that I do, you know, get to know these women that do this, they're running on empty. And at yeah. some point you kind of, you either drop a lot of the things that you do or you crack and you can't keep up. Exactly. Um, and so, I, and I absolutely agree with that. And yeah. it, it becomes, it's almost as if this sounds kind of extreme, but it's almost like they're fragile. It gets to yeah. a point where yes, they can, they can be superwoman for a period of time. And, but then eventually it, it starts to fall apart. And I think young parents experiences a lot, young mothers, where you know that you're sleep deprived. You just have a baby that needs care. You have maybe other children and maybe have a job and all the things. And you do get a little immune and you to the sleep deprivation and you can convince yourself because I know I've done it you know, for many years, say you're okay. You're okay. Right. Right. And you know, I I don't think that you can kind of make up your sleep bank if you wear it out. 
so you just have to look at every day as an opportunity to refresh. Start fresh. I think about that all the time. Yeah. All the time. There are some studies, you know, and, and it's a little conflicting. So this is where I always sort of feel like people say, well, you know, if I don't, if I sleep six hours or five hours Monday through Friday, but on Saturday and Sunday morning, I can sleep for 10, you know, I offset it. I'm not a hundred percent sure that your body really adapts that way. And we see a lot of stress situations with our people who work, you know, those 12 and 24 hour like nursing or night nursing, fire fighters, you know, any of the the services that are are needed 24 seven. And there are things that we notice, I for sure notice when working with our even our competitive clients who who have to work that crazy schedule where they may be sleep deprived, that we have to deal with those things as an issue in itself. And there are times where people will say to us that they're not hitting their health and fitness goals where they're doing the activities, but their bodies aren't responding. And then we delve into things like sleep and we see how sleep patterns can actually affect stress levels, which can affect obviously how your body responds. And how how you're, how productive you are during the day, because if you feel like you're fighting through, like you're trying to get out of quicksand throughout the whole day, you think about it's, it's that diminishing returns, like with the multitasking and with, so you almost have to go backwards and not only just, you know, first of all, there's one little habit that you can do write down what you need to do during the day. We've kind of already established that writing down, you know, your little to-do list to check off is really helpful, but it kind of goes all the way back into habit changes. And so your habit of staying up late and eating dinner at 11 o'clock while you're, you know, cleaning up the house, whatever the case is, it starts with those big habit changes and you have to write down on your little sticky note, or maybe, maybe this is when you need like a whiteboard with some, those are some bigger <laughs> goals, but you write down those big things that you're trying to tackle and then the daily stuff kind of follows through. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And this is where, again, it comes down to what kinds of things do you, can you get rid of in your daily activity that is, you know, kind of taking away time, but taking away your energy. So yeah. That isn't really things. serving you. Exactly. Can I move on? Yes. Okay. So we talked about prioritizing sleep. There's another thing that I want to talk about in terms of time management. And this one has to do with health and fitness, but it also has to do with a little bit of guilt. So this is one thing that I have to talk to my girls about all the time who are busy studying to get into medical school or they're in law school. I've got, I work with some freaking incredible and brilliant women and they are highly academic and they are very busy and they have big goals. One of the most common things that I hear is how do I stop feeling guilty for taking a break in the middle of my studying to go to the gym? So this is huge because every single time that someone comes to me and they tell me that like, but I have so much to do, I can't go to the gym or like, I don't have enough time because I'm studying. And it's like, okay, well, if you do take an hour break for the gym, first of all, you feel better. You're working towards your goals. You have endorphins. You are refreshed and you can come back. And the likelihood of you feeling better about diving into another study session is, I don't think anyone could be like, yeah, actually that workout really hurt my ability to study more. Yeah, maybe it's an hour and a half away from your actual studying, but in the grand scheme, if it's going to make you more efficient and happier 
and just a little bit more focused because you got to move your body. You weren't sitting behind a desk all day. I'd say that that is helpful. Absolutely. And I think that can be applied to pretty much anybody in any situation, you know, parents who, especially moms, you know, they, they need to break free of that feeling guilty. Oh, I could be, you know, playing with my child or reading a story, but, but realize, you know, it, that it will make you happier and healthier and you're a role model for your kids by doing this. But I also want to make a comment also for people who maybe don't have kids or maybe they're, you know, they their main priority is their career. And they they think, oh my gosh, you know, I, I have to be at work for, you know, till 7.30 at night and I have to be the first one in and blah, blah. You know, and this is very different now from, you know, when I was in health promotion, a lot of the companies in the 80s and early 90s saw the value of Exercise. encouraging, yeah, encouraging work, pay, you know, workplace um, healthy lifestyles. And some of the bigger companies absolutely still encourage this, but it, it taking that time out for, you know, for even during your lunch hour and going out for a walk or, you know, hopping over to a quick lifting session if you have a gym near your work or, you know, going in to work out before you go to your office or, you know, making sure you set that timer, I'm going to go at 530 and I'm going to get to the gym. And then if I have to do more work after, this is something that you really have to realize that this is going to improve your ability to stay focused, to be energized, to even feel like you're getting things accomplished when, you know, you know, if you have a really bad day at work and you get to that gym, you feel re-energized, even though you may have walked in very tired, you usually walk out feeling really good. Like Al said, you know, yeah, I rarely, have never, I really, rarely do you come away going, Oh, that seriously. was seriously. And like, you think, I feel like when I first got into fitness and like, I, like Pinterest was pretty big, I guess it's still big now, but I'd be on Pinterest and you'd see these like really like fit women and there'd be quotes and they'd be like, you only regret like 0% of the workouts that you do or like some crazy quote like that. Like you'll never regret doing a workout. And I can honestly say that I never, ever regret doing a workout. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I may have not so great workouts, but I never say me and I wish I didn't come. I wish I didn't challenge myself. I wish I didn't push myself. Um, if I'm in a bad mood and a workout doesn't help, there's something else that I need to attack and, and fix. So, but that, what you brought up about moms feeling guilty. That's another thing. I completely forgot about that because I do have women that deal with that too. Like, oh, well, I, they were they were awake and I wanted to play with them. And it, I can understand that. Like, it's definitely hard, especially if you feel like you're it's affecting somebody else. And this could go for even like friends or family or significant others. If they love you and they see that you are just taking a small little portion of your day to just take care of your health. And that's something that's very important to you. Like maybe you have a a fiance that loves to play video games and that's his, you know, you don't make them feel guilty for that. Well, maybe you do, but you shouldn't make them feel guilty for that. If it's something that they're doing for, you know, their decompression or, or whatever the case is. So prioritizing that little time in there to get your workout in is another huge thing. Absolutely. And I think that's the guilt thing. That is a big, that's a big thing we hear from when people say, oh, you know, I I found I I didn't have enough, you know, time for for that. And I always want to know, well, you know, this is if if your if your health and fitness goal is important for to you, then it is important for you to take some time. Now, 
this also is a big area where a lot of times people will have the expectation that they have to spend hours in the gym to benefit from their health and fitness. And, you know, when people, minutes, dude. Yeah, people ask me, how long do you work out? I'm like, uh, if it's more than 45 minutes that I'm doing a lifting session from start to finish, uh, that's, I'm resting too long. I'm, I'm, I'm talking too long. long. <laughs> I'm doing something wrong, dancing around my gym too much, but it, okay, that's acceptable though. It, well, but it, but it is. It's like I'm busy and I want to make sure that I can manage my time. So you might need to look at what you're doing and are you being time efficient? And that can go for everything. It can go for, you know, how are you planning your errands? You know, I always joke because I always plan my errands to go in, you know, a logical um, yeah path. So I, you know, from my start to finish time, my travel time is short and my husband has a completely different philosophy. He just goes and then he goes, Oh, I'm going to go here. Then I'm going to go here. I'm like, wait a minute. That just took you four hours to do something. The long way home just because (laughs) I I feel like it. The other road is bumpy. Yeah. That's not being time. That's not being time efficient. Right. Uh, And, and so if you're going on that bumpy road, because it's pretty and you want it for, for the value of that versus, Hey, you know what? I got to get things done. Then you have to sit there and think if you're very busy, how do you get things done? And it's almost as if, and you can ask many, many busy people, how do they get so many things done? And they just say, I just do it. And that's an important thing too, is that when you know you have things to do it, and again, going back to that post-it, if it's written down, you look at it, you take all the emotional value off of it and you say, I just got to get it done. Mm, And and yeah. And you're not saying, oh, you know, I, I personally do not love grocery shopping. It's just something you have I to love do. it. And, and mostly because it takes time, time and, and I know it has to get done. And my grocery shopping list is usually pretty boring. So I go and I get the yeah, same, same thing. So I just have to go and get it done. But I try to take any of my, um, my emotional attachment to it out of it. And I don't try to make it more fun and I don't try to make it less fun. I just do it. So, so I think it's important when you are planning your day that you, you write those things that you have to get done, take the emotion out of it, but make sure that, you know, you have a balance of things that you might say, Hey, you know what? I got to make sure I'm going to reward myself with something. And that might be your workout. So, Mm, yeah. Yeah. And like, and I, I think that a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get everything done that is on our to-do list. And if we don't, we almost feel like, oh, well, today was a wash. I didn't get two of these things done that were really important. They just have to go first tomorrow, or maybe they have to go second tomorrow after the other things that you also need to get done in the day. And so writing it down really does help. And I sometimes feel even in my brain, I don't know about any, any of you or even you, Jules, but sometimes I get a little clouded. And if I've got a lot of thoughts going on in my head and I've got a lot of things to do, I I'm going to use the same analogy as like, it's like I'm going through quicksand or I'm trying to like pull myself, you know, up a rope that I can't, I can't get up or I can't get out of, you know, the dark or something like that. You just feel like you cannot get through it. And then it prevents, it almost like paralyzes you from actually getting anything done. So, but writing it down takes like, takes any of that craziness out and you just get the reality out there. Like, no, this is what I have to do. Just shut up and do it. <laughs> just shut up and do it. That's yeah. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So anything like big that you want to say? Cause I, I have a couple other things I want to 
Uh, no, I'll let you go on. Talk yeah. about. So there. So now I'm going to shift a little bit into some things that Joel's and I do because we do work from home. So I know a lot of you guys listening, it's probably a good mix because some of you guys on here also have online businesses. You're also trainers. Maybe you're in school, um, but part-time. So you do, so some of you may make your own schedule and that can be extremely challenging, especially if you're new to it. Uh, we've been doing this for a while. I've been working under Jules or for myself, kind of, you know, she oversees everything, but essentially what I do in the day is determined by me and then any other meetings or calls or things that I have to do, but I have a pretty open schedule. So time management in that case can be very tricky. Yes. For Jules to be. Oh, like, yes. I, no. Tricky. Yes. No. Yes. No, no, absolutely. And, and I think that the kind of work that you do that each person does is obviously going to mandate how your day mm-hmm. goes because some people who work from home, you know, they may have scheduled conference calls. They have to attend to timelines, meetings, whereas we do get to a little more flexibility. Yeah. I mean, I get to choose when I'm going to have my calls with my clients, Same. my posing yeah. appointments. I get to choose, you know, all of those things. But it one of the big things for me as working for myself, and I have worked for myself for many, many years, is look at every day that you plan to work as if it is work. And, and you know, I always, I always get dressed. You know, some people are happy I to don't. stay in their jammies. <laughs> for me, you know, I get up, I do a work out and I have a time that I am sitting down to hit my first task for my for my work every day. I know clearly every day what time. And some days it starts as early as 6 a.m. because I have um, clients texting me in the morning. You know, and other times it might not be until one o'clock in the afternoon because I know I need to block out time to take care of personal things. Yeah. Um, so, but I know that every day and I make that decision to stick with it. No, there's flexibility, you know, something's changed. But, and I am probably not as good, and I will admit this, with my ending time at nighttime. There are a couple of days that I go on, and and my goal is just to keep working until uh, the time, you know, until I'm done with that particular task. And some days it could be 5.30 in the evening, and some days it could be 11 o'clock at night. Um, So, but I try to limit the number of times that that happens. Yeah. Cause things um, like that happen that right, you just exactly. like, sometimes like you get caught up doing something early on in the day and you can't get your tasks done. And like, so that's what we're saying is that it's not about being perfect. It's not about living in this, like, you know, exact time frame where it just, you do kind of have to go with the flow and you do have to learn, learn that too. Right. But I'm going to add this one thing because my workouts are important to me. I schedule them in the morning before I start my tasks. Mm -hmm. And it is my choice if I want to take, you know, some text messages or phone calls before I start my workout. But my workout time is my workout time that's blocked in there. So that's where I have prioritized for me how my day is going to go. But if you have a schedule that is wildly open, I say every day, sketch it out. 
still yeah. know what your day is going to look like. Absolutely. And I, my schedule, I go a little bit differently because I, I don't wake up at five in the morning and I know what works for me. And one thing that we haven't talked about yet is scheduling breaks in the middle of the day. And so for me, I get distracted pretty easily. And so that's something that I work on. But because I know myself, I schedule in my errands. I schedule in my workout. I schedule in any other appointment at almost like random points in the day. Obviously there's like, they're a little, I guess they're a little bit more spread out. So I like to work out around 11 o'clock in the morning, around noon to one. Like that's pretty much my usual go-to time to work out because I like to get up in the morning. I like to have my coffee and I like to, you know, do whatever I do in the morning first thing, but I like to open up my email and kind of sort through, okay, what do I need to do today? How much time do I need to allocate to this and that? And then I'll get a couple things done and then I'll go to the gym at like 11 or 12. And so I get my midday break. And that's really important for me because I wake up in the morning and I'm already energized and refreshed. So I feel like I'm ready to dive into work. And so we get, sometimes we get a little caught up like, oh, well, I'm not that 5am gym crew. And like, I'm not doing like my best friend or my coworker is so productive. And they, they do all this in the morning before they get to work. If that doesn't work for you, don't force it. If I had to get up every morning and the first thing I did was work out, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that. I'm sure I'd get used to it, but that's how it's for me taking those frequent breaks during the day is really, really helpful. And I find that I do my best work when I can run out to the grocery store and I can take that hour. And that's why I kind of preach a lot, like take a break if you need to step away if you need to, if that's going to work for you. Absolutely. And that's, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of a trial and error. And, and again, it will change over the course of what your life is. You know, when I was working before my, my kids were born, I would have to, you know, go and work out after work. Or, you know, I did have a job where I was managing a fitness center and I was there till it closed. So that would be nine or 10 o'clock at night. And I do not like working out that late. So I would work out in the morning. And, and when I was a trainer, you know, as a freelance trainer, I would only be able to work out in between when I had clients, which was usually only between like one thirty and three, you know, you have to sometimes be able to go with the flow and, and realize if that was an important thing, then you would make sure that you would get it done. So it's, it is, it's squeezing in the things that work for you, but also realize that sometimes you have to flex with it. It's not always Yeah, perfect. you don't you definitely <laughs> don't always have full control. Like obviously sometimes I don't if I have a full day where I'm traveling for a show or I'm traveling to meet a client or just do, you know, anything that I have to do, sometimes I will get up and do a workout first thing and that's just me being flexible with my time and knowing even the other day I woke up a little bit later than I wanted to. And I had plans to be somewhere at noon. And I said, okay, well, if I don't work out in the morning, I'm going to have to work out tonight. And while I'm out doing my errands, I'm like, or, you know, doing what I was doing. I'm thinking like, oh no, no, I won't work out today. I'll just take a rest day. I'd taken a rest day the day before and I'm driving home and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. And that's, and I did. And so And I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's six o'clock. It's not that late. Like, it's not just because it's out of my normal routine. You can't just avoid it because you're going to get back home a little bit later. Like 
girl, flex your schedule a little bit. Like you'll be okay. And while I'm at the gym, I'm like, heck yeah. Like I'm awesome. I'm doing it. Like this out of my routine, whatever. And like, it feels really good when you do kind of force yourself to just go out of your normal routine, even though it may not have been ideal. It's still, it feels pretty good when you can just, when you go forth with what you intended on doing, even if it wasn't perfect. And even if it wasn't written in the schedule, the way that you wanted it to be. Yes. Cool. So the next thing that I want to talk about, and this isn't like a sponsor thing. This is just something that I use and that I really love. It's an app. So it's an an iOS, an Apple app. You probably can get it on Android too, but it's called Flora. And it's this, and I I told you guys how I've like, I get distracted pretty easily. So um, especially when I have a huge project to do and I'm, and this was good for anybody who is studying or working on a project, a PowerPoint, like whatever you need to do, reading, writing, and it really helps helps you to spend some dedicated time without getting distracted. And so the app is called Flora and it's free. It's like you could just sign up, I think, whatever, log into it. And it's like this little, you, you get a bunch of trees. Okay. And so you basically, it's, it's an app that stops you from using your phone for a set amount of time and you can do it for as little as five minutes and you could do it up to probably like an hour, an hour and a half or something like that, or maybe even your own timer. And it basically, like, if you, it doesn't let you use your phone. So, like, I've used it before and I've had to use my calculator and I've been like, no, I have to kill a tree. So, basically, if you pick up your phone while you're using the app during the timer before it runs out, you basically, like, kill a fake tree. No. <laughs> so it, it, so I used to I used to just use a timer and I used to just set like a timer on my phone for 20 minutes. And, like, I would even do it sometimes for, like, cleaning up the kitchen. Like, if I'm, like if my place is kind of a mess and I I have a lot of things to do, but I really do want to tidy up, I'll set like a 15 minute timer and I'll clean up what I need to clean up in 15 minutes. And then I'll, you know, move on to the next thing. But someone had told me about the app a while back and I started using it and I love it. It just helps to be really productive. Yeah, no. And that's a great tip. You know, I've, that's cool that there's an app because that is a common technique to help people move out of procrastination as well. Yeah, that's why I use it. (laughs) So it is a procrastination Mm -hmm. buster because you just say, look, you know, when you're about to tackle a task that feels overwhelming, if you just say, set that timer, do whatever you can in that 15 minutes, and then you're and then done. You move on, yeah. Then you get like, to move on. It, yeah. it, it helps you to break those big tasks down into smaller things. Yeah. Now, obviously, if that item has, you know, a deadline has to be done by 15 minutes may not be enough. But if you're looking at things like, oh, gosh, you know, I, I need to go through this, you know, the pile of clothes in my yeah. closet. So, you know what, 15 minutes, I'm just going to like do whatever I can for 15 minutes. And, exactly. And, and that's and why I love it. it. Yeah. yeah. My it time is, frame is, thing. my time frame is usually like 25 minutes. So when I have a really big task that is, seems like, uh, seems like it's just so much, I'll tackle it like one bit at a time. And then like after 25 minutes, I'll go downstairs and grab a glass of water and then I'll come up and then I'll start it again. And another thing that's kind of cool is that like, if you feel like gambling with your ability to stay off your phone. The app also has like an ability to actually put like money into it. Ah, and so the stakes. Basically, again, <laughs> basically like you name the price that you're willing to pay like for your time slot or whatever. And then if you end up like have to, if you end up killing the tree, like you really can't thought like you have to use your phone or whatever, it actually gets like reborn as a real tree. So like the money goes into whatever. Um, oh, so yeah. it's like, yeah, that's so cool. You're kind of helping the world, you know. Yeah, um, plant, so you are really planting a tree. Yeah. So. 
I'm so, not just want to, you know, plant a tree for the sake of planting a tree. So I'll just pick my Yeah. Own. So it's, I mean, like I said, this isn't, sp- this isn't sponsored at all, but they're at the point where they have 7,476 real trees planted. That's so, awesome. Yeah. You just kind of like hook it up through PayPal or whatever. And like, you could literally like put a dollar, uh, no, uh, I think you would put a, I wonder if you could put $1. I think there's a minimum of five, but it's just really cool because like, I mean, I haven't done that one yet, but if you're really having a hard time, like using, like staying off of your phone because it is a big distraction for you, that's just a cool little thing. It's called Flora, F-L-O-R-A. That's um, great. And, and yeah, I do think that's that, one of my favorite things. <laughs> right. The phone is a big energy zapper. And like I said, that's where I was like watching the news things on my phone. Yeah. I'm like, no, you know what? I, it's, it's just, it, it's the visual. It was that focus. It was the negative, uh, um, the negativity that was happening. And I'm like, I don't really want to hear. A, I know I, I will sit down later in the day and I yeah, you're not going to avoid all it, news in at one time. And I go, you know what, if it happened at noon or if it happened at four in the afternoon, I don't need to know right now because it was, yeah. distra- it does become distracting. And, you know, this is the same thing. If you're dealing with other things that might take your energy, your, you know, thoughts about maybe you've, you've got some pressures going on. This again goes into sort of stress management. And I think all of these time management goal setting, they all come together, they but do. you know, if something is almost like distracting your thoughts so much that you can't sit down, then you probably need to spend some real concentrated time figuring out why you're thinking so much about that so that it's preventing you from really managing your time. So, and we see this a lot with competitors. They, they think about competing all the time that they, they feel like they do nothing else but think about it probably. So you have to, we really encourage you think about something else. You know, you don't have to be obsessing about this activity. It could be for anything else, you know, Yeah. And definitely I think writing things out is just really helpful. And that's one of the reasons why I got started with Instagram was like, I was, I would just write out and blurt out my thoughts. Like I'd blurt out what was going on. And I think that when you have a journal or a diary or a post-it note that you can kind of blurt out those things and either you get them off your chest or you put them in plain sight for you to see them. I think that that really helps you kind of double down on what needs to be done, what your goals are and just and frees you up to move on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're using it for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, I think that's really good. And so we did talk about this a little bit because we did talk about sleep, but the last thing that the last little point that I want to make is just to have a shut off time. I know my do not disturb goes on at 10 PM. So like my, my notifications won't show up right on my phone. So like if I am laying in bed and I'm trying to, you know, get to sleep, my phone's not lighting up like right in my face. If I'm up and still using it, that's fine. I can still access my stuff, but my do not disturb goes on where it's like, sleep this long to get eight hours of sleep. It's just like a little reminder. And I think that having little reminders like that throughout the day can be really helpful to get things done. So I oftentimes set alarms as well as I have the app that I use, but I set those alarms to just to help get shit done. Yeah. I keep you on, on task. I set my alarms to actually tell me what to do at that time. So if I have to do a particular thing, I set my alarm and it is boom, it's three o'clock do this. I know you have something. One of them is like play with Quinn or something like that. Oh no, it was brush your teeth. (laughs) I don't know if you do it, but it still reminds you. (laughs) Reminds me at 3.30 in the afternoon when when I have my snack, I go brush your teeth. Do you really brush your teeth? (laughs) 
I, I was doing it for a while. It kind of fell off of my, my That's my really mind. funny. Well, that's the thing though, is it's funny because sometimes then you become like immune to the alarms though, like, and you won't actually do it anymore. So that's yeah. when you should, that's when those apps like, work. well, that's when I realized I didn't really need you to brush your teeth every day. Every I can brush your teeth every couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just think, I do think that creating a, a good routine is really helpful. So like it, it becomes almost automatic when you do these things, like, yes. it, and it, I think that happens to a lot of us, like when we have like snacks and stuff, it's like, okay, I may not be hungry, but I eat, you know, a snack at three 30 every day. So you just kind of, it, it becomes a habit and it just becomes something that you do. So for things that you're, you know, struggling to get done, like Joel said at the beginning, take that emotion out of it and just be like, Nope, this is an action that needs to get done. Like I have to do laundry. I have to like load the dishes and wash the dishes every night. And that's something that I do because I know that like, I like to wake up and not have to do dishes in the morning. So I do them at night before I go to bed. So you do have to kind of not only create like timetables and time slots for things for you to do, but also try to create habits of like the basic things so you don't feel overwhelmed. Absolutely. And I think that goes into also your, you know, goes back to the time management thing. What kind of habits can you do to consolidate and save time? You know, things like packing the night before so that your mornings, if you have to get out the door, that you have everything set. Those kinds of things to help you stay more organized. But, you know, they all come down to what do you need to get accomplished? Yeah. And what fits yeah. your lifestyle and what fits your personality? I know plenty of people that like don't pack their suitcase for the airport and don't leave until 20 minutes before their flight, you know? And it's like that if that works for you and that's the way that you like to do it and that's how you do your time and you're fine with it, that's a different story than someone being like, I don't know why I didn't have time to do this. And I feel like a lot of times we realize that we're just doing a lot of useless stuff during the day and we are wasting time. So over the next, you know, couple hours and then even through the next day, see if implementing any of these tips that we've kind of talked about or, or whether there's just kind of sparked your own ideas so you can organize your life in a little bit easier of a way for you and let us know if, it, if any of this stuff kind of helps you and if you're finding that maybe just thinking about it and writing it down helps you to be more time efficient. Yeah, I'd love to have people comment um, if they um, either if they use some of these techniques that we have suggested today, or if they have ones that we didn't mention that, that are their their go tos. Yeah, these are kind of things we've been doing, and I know other people have other ways of organizing. I'd be interested um, to know what other people are doing, so yeah. um, that'd be really cool. But yeah, stay on the lookout because we're going to have those post its ready for you guys to purchase because we <laughs> so fun. I'm so because excited. I like that. I know. Yeah. I want them for me <laughs> yeah I know that yeah whatever we you guys don't even I, should, I have to use up some of my stash of post-its I'm like a, a an obsessive See, my problem is, is that I love all the colored post-its oh, but man. if but the dark ones I can't like you have to get like a silver metallic pen I like that really yeah like I like the different stuff. shapes I, you know I like squares I like no, rectangles I, I like oh yeah because then you get to stick them I all over sticky I like the ones that are like a little, like not square, the rectangle ones, but the big ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, big you know, cats. whatever. So, whatever. so we love you guys. And thanks for joining us for today's episode. We are going to get back into our regularly scheduled uploads for you all. Next week will be a fitness one props. Yes. And even though it, the summer isn't over, we are in the fitness realm. We're gearing up for the fall already. It's sort of like the clothing, you know, they come out a few months before because people have, have goals. Yeah. I saw candy corn in the store the other day. Candy corn. 
it and is before July. you know it, it will be uh, Valentine's the holidays. Day. The okay. We have to get through Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's. <laughs> it goes faster than the speed of light. So make yeah. every single moment count. Oh, I was also thinking, though, like alongside with like all the time management, do you find that time goes by faster as you get older? Like when you were a kid, like you felt like time moved so slow and like the school year was a million years long. And now you look back and you're like, <laughs> don't panic. It's, it's only July. <laughs> it's, uh, it's yes. Okay. Yes. Just wait. Yes. Yeah. It just picks up faster and faster. Yeah. So yeah. take the time to step back and enjoy the moments. Cool. We love you guys. You're our BFFs and we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye.